Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Robert Brooksby from The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain, and I have some exciting news. Dr. Brett Thomas, for a limited time and only for our listening audience, is giving a free consultation appointment away when you use the word limitless. I repeat, when you book your appointment and you use the word limitless, he will give you a free consultation. I don't know if you're in between doctors, I don't know if you're looking for a new doctor, but if you're in the Orlando, Florida area and you're looking for a doctor that actually cares about you, and wants you to get better, definitely give Dr. Brett Thomas a call. His number is 407-747-1222. That number again is 407-747-1222. So when you're booking it, use the word limitless. It's a value of $400 you're saving for your first consultation appointment. What are you waiting for? It's free. Call him today. A few years ago, I went to Florida for the weekend. It was the first time I had done such a thing. Living in Indiana, I had grown tired of winter. I longed to walk on a sunny beach and listen to the roar of the surf. My last true vacation was about 15 years ago. I get away every year or so to a three-day seminar, but it's not the same, and it certainly isn't a vacation. While in Florida, I realized that I live to work rather than work to live. I really enjoy my work. The problem is that I enjoy living as well. Dr. Robert C. Brooksby, D.O. instant. About 50 million adults in the United States have chronic pain, and because of a car accident, Robbie is one of them. In their marriage vows, Robbie and Sammy promise to stand by one another and provide strength when needed, and lately they've been facing some of their biggest challenges. Join them as they share the ups and downs of living with chronic pain.
today we're going to be talking about bills and basically what you do when you're waiting on a settlement and how you pay for your medical bills and whatnot after an accident. But before we jump into that, we want to remind you to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Yes, we have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you check us out on all of those. We have multiple Instagram accounts. So we each have our own personal account, Robert 1950 Films and Samantha 1950 Films. We also have individual accounts for our podcast. So you'll find The Painful Truth of Chronic Pain. You'll find Limitless Broadcasting, which covers all of them. Pixie Dust Twins, Lingan Pills to Pay the Bills. We all have individual accounts. Also, we have a Patreon account, which I'm going to let Robbie kind of take the reins on that one because that's his little special project. He's very excited about it. We have a very special Patreon account. It's more of an interactive platform. Depending on which package level you buy, the interaction varies. I'm very excited about this because we're very interactive on that platform. You get to see behind the scene footage. You get to see pictures. You get to see pictures of our podcast, the whole nine yards. So that is patreon.com backslash limitlessbroadcasting.com. We just opened our YouTube account. On YouTube, you would just literally look up Limitless Broadcasting and find us. And make sure you go there and subscribe. We just opened that up. We're trying to get our numbers up. Please go there, subscribe. You'll get to see all the footage from podcast shows and we will have original content. We'll have our original uh, podcasts. One last thing to talk about. We are selling Limitless Broadcasting shirts. I'm actually wearing one. You can go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com and check out our vast majority of shirts. Yeah, we have a variety available and sometimes we'll post them on Instagram too. So if you're following us at Limitless Broadcasting, we'll also put tags in there as well. We have, they're basically unisex shirts, women, kids. There's a whole lot of choices out there. We have ones that are specific to the shows that we're producing, podcasts and television. And then we also have ones like this that he's wearing now, which is just like a general kind of podcasting shirt, but still very cool. There's something for everybody. Definitely go to uh, LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Check out our merchandising page and then you'll find all the shirts that are available. Definitely when you go and purchase one, you're definitely helping us out because making original content is not cheap. So definitely go and purchase one today. Hell, purchase five. Or ten. Or ten. Buy them for your whole family. But that's LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Subscribe. Check out our website today. And All right. You want to jump into it? Yep. Let's jump into the episode. All right. So like I said, today uh, we're your hosts, Robbie and Sammy. I don't know if I introduced us. So <laughs> jump Gotta into do the, that. the show with an introduction. Today we're talking about our real experiences dealing with the cost after an accident and in the daily world of living with chronic pain. So this is not exactly a fun topic, but it is important to discuss. I get a lot of interaction for this show on Instagram and people are very tuned into this topic. It's a very niche audience and a lot of people in today's society are living with chronic pain. Yes, that's very true. And chronic pain and illnesses and depression. I think that's why this show is resonating so well amongst listeners because we're actually telling our true stories. None of this is made up. I wish it was because it would be a hell of a story. The first thing I kind of want to talk about were the PIP benefits. And I'm sure you remember that fun yes. that we had. This was way at the beginning of everything. Once you submit to your car insurance company that you've had an accident and you are injured and you're going to be seeking treatment, they provide you with these personal 
personal injury benefits, the PIP benefits. We got $10,000, which sounds like, like a, a lot. lot of money. As we know. It was gone in four months. Yes. I can't remember the exact date we ran out, but I believe it was at least by April and his accident was in December. And mind you, you don't get the benefits like right away. Yeah. Because they, they had to process everything. And I remember it took a little bit of right. time to get everything kind of straightened up. Yeah. You think $10,000 is going to last you forever. And when you're seeing, as we were talking about in a previous show, 23 different doctors on 50 different medications, getting like nine MRIs done and however many x-rays it was, does not go that far. Yeah. And just the physical therapy alone was one of the more expensive and it was important. Right. So you needed to do it. It's just one of those things that you don't always realize how much medical things cost until you are really seeing it on paper. When I was told to go to physical therapy, I actually didn't know physical therapy cost as much as it does. Right. Exactly. Thing is, we have insurance. We see co-pays. You have co-insurance. You just pay this much and we cover the rest. You never see necessarily the true amount when you're doing that. So it's very hard to kind of conceptualize what the actual cost of things are. But when you're doing PIP benefits, you still don't necessarily see the bills. But when you call or you go on your app or you go online and you want to see how much money you have left, and you start to see it dwindling away, kind of gets very real about how much you're actually spending. Yeah. And as I said, you know, yours was gone within four months. Right. Of us seeing different providers and doing the physical therapy and all of that. And then once your PIP benefits are up, lawyers will provide you with this nifty little document called a letter of protection. Little trick they like to do. Yeah. It's another way for you to spend money that you don't have yet and spend money that you don't really know you're spending because the lawyer will give you this letter of protection and all these doctors and wherever you're going to get MRIs and whatnot, whatever provider you're seeing, they want this letter of protection, right? Once you say, I don't have PIP benefits anymore, but this is from a car accident. That's the first question. Why are you here today? Was it due to a car accident? Do you have PIP benefits? Do you have letter of protection? That's the first thing they go for. Because I remember eventually we had to start telling people, could you stop? We're not using that anymore. We want to use our insurance. We're using regular insurance now. Stop asking us these questions. Yes, it's related to an accident. No, we're not using any sort of car accident benefits. But anyway, so this letter of protection, you start bringing it along with you. Go to get an MRI done. Check. They take it. You go to get some sort of scan done. Check. They take it. You go to some new provider. Check. They take take it. it, Right. And no one asks any questions. They say, oh, you got it. No problem. Now you really don't know what you're spending. Right. And at the end, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass because it is going to be gone. We learned a big lesson with that. I feel like. I feel like if I actually knew what PIP benefits were in the beginning, I would have been more careful of where we actually spent our PIP benefits and how many times we actually saw providers and why we are going to see this provider. Thought of the day, treat your PIP benefits like gold. And don't just blindly use your letter of protection. And believe me, I wish I knew this stuff before I actually got in a car wreck. Again, nobody teaches you and says this is what you should do in a car act. Producing this podcast is to let you know, you know, PIP benefits, letter of protection. Don't waste those because attorneys will let you waste it. Yeah, it's something they tell you about. They, they the don't way know. they do it, it's like a salesman. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You just do this. Don't really worry about it. And then we'll take care of it at the end. I mean, that's kind of how it's presented to you. And especially once you're going through all of these changes, you're having to see all of these doctors like we were having to do. And you're in pain and you're struggling. It's hard to sit back and say, wait a second. I don't think I want to spend all this extra money. I think I want to slow down a little bit and pick and choose a little bit more about what I'm doing, who I'm seeing, like you were saying. I feel like we both wish we would have done that. Side note, in the beginning, if I knew now what I knew back 
then, I would have actually interviewed different attorneys in the beginning. I wouldn't have just went with the first attorney somebody said we should go with. I would have saw this attorney and that attorney and another attorney, and then I would have compared them at the end. Aren't consultations, they're usually free. Right. Yeah, so you're not really wasting money by sitting down with someone and telling your story. Again, we were in this position and everything is so crazy. Oh, I just got into a car accident. I need a new car. I'm in pain. I need to see this doctor or I need to go see an attorney. And everything is so frantic. And in that first couple of days or first couple of hours, what you need to do is calm down and take a deep breath and try to think with a level-headed head. If I wasn't in a car accident, would I be doing this in real life? I wish we would have done. And again, we're learning from our mistakes. I agree, 100%. I would have saw three attorneys and said, okay, this is the deal and this is what we're dealing with. What can you do for me? Because X, Y, and Z are saying they can do this. What are your costs? How do we bill you? How do you bill me? All that stuff. I would have done that. But we were, again, I didn't know. We didn't know. Right, exactly. Do you want to talk about the settlement first? Sure, we can do that. Okay. Robbie had mentioned previously that if a case is settled without having to go to court, you get more money if they have to actually go in for a judge or a jury, it costs you more. So when you go to see an attorney, there are different brackets of accident attorneys. So if you don't have to go to court, I believe it's 15%. I really don't I think it's 15 and then it goes 35 and then 40% if you have to go to litigations. And we had to go up to all the way to 40%. They took 40% out of the settlement, out of any money we got. They're, they're going to take 40% off tops before I see a dime. Exactly. So I believe it goes 15%, 30%, and then 40%. But I could be wrong on that. If I'm wrong in the comments below, let us know. Let us know. In our case, we ended up with the 40% that went to the lawyer right off the top. I have the, the final closing account statement I grabbed from when we saw the lawyer, just because it's so insane to me when you actually look at the numbers. This is just the, the list that I found. Basically, they negotiated what they were going to pay out to these places that had letters of protection from us. That's what this is. When you get the bill, there's what the original amount was, and then they say what they negotiated it down to. For instance, there was a doctor that Robbie saw for probably maybe two months or so. Their bill was $1,900, and the lawyer negotiated down to $500. That's just an example. He got an MRI that was $400. From one center, he got a second MRI that was $550. He got, now this one was crazy, he got a special compound from a prescription cream that for he pain. was getting for pain because he was struggling with it. And uh, not that I'm not now. Exactly. The way she said it is like, oh, I'm. it's all done. But it that's cured him. It yep. was a magical cream that we got. Yep. No, Dr. Thomas had recommended it and it did help. Yeah. You know, now you get prescription Voltaren gel, which is kind of our supplement of it because our right. insurance pays for it. Our insurance didn't cover this compound. So this wouldn't have mattered regardless. If that ended up being a $3,800 bill. That is so crazy to me. I just, woo. Okay. And you were getting this for months. And I know if I remember right, you did try two different compounds, I think, from there. Let's pause for a second. You're a pharmacist. I am. I don't do compounds. You did have a compounding rotation. I did. Thinking about that rotation, is that right? The price? So the thing is with compounds, a lot of insurances don't pay for them. Even the small amount of compounding I do at my retail pharmacy, usually patients have to pay out of pocket for it. That's just how it works. But why though? Insurance companies 
for whatever reason, I guess because you're making it, they don't want to pay for it. In my case, the usual compounds I make are something called a magic mouthwash, Okay. which includes typically there's lidocaine in it, Benadryl is in it, and Maylock. What do you use it for? Obviously a mouthwash, but why would you get yeah, that so prescription? People, people use it for if they're having sore, like a sore throat or mouth pain, they'll use it for that and kind of as like a little bit of an anti-infective. Okay. But with that lidocaine and everything in it, it helps kind of numb the throat. Okay. Lidocaine tastes disgusting, by the way. If you get a regular prescription for lidocaine and you're supposed to gargle with it, that stuff, it's garbage. I had to get it one time and I just basically am throwing the entire bottle away because it was disgusting. So at least this masks it. If you have to get it, at least get a magic mouthwash because, oh my God. Two of those ingredients that I said, Benadryl and Maalox, are over the counter. So in my case, that's usually the insurance company's thing is, oh, there's an over-the-counter ingredients. So we're not going to cover it. In this case, my best guess is just because it's not an FDA approved drug okay. that they're doing because I know this one had like gabapentin compounded in it, had cyclobenzaprine, which is a muscle relaxer compounded in it. I know it had lidocaine in it. I think benzocaine, so two, two, two different numbing agents. It had a vast majority of medications I think it had an anti-inflammatory, maybe Ketorolac or something that was in it. They clearly came up with, and I believe Dr. Thomas had said it when he was looking for options, that was their own like proprietary kind of compound that they made for pain. And it works, so it's, it's great. The insurance company isn't going to really recognize it necessarily as a valid treatment option, and therefore they don't have to pay for it. Okay. If you think of it that way. Okay. Because insurance companies, I mean, they're there for you, but they don't really want to pay for stuff if they don't have to at the end of the day. You're absolutely right. I've learned so much about insurance through this ordeal and how to get things approved and why things won't be approved. And I've learned that insurance is not on your side. They are trying to save money every which way they can. Exactly. Let's see. Going back down this list, this was from, you're seeing the surgeon. They got $5,200. This is Dr. Thomas. I'm not going to say how much he got because um, I feel just a little bit funny about it. I will tell you, he only got about a third of what he built. Dr. Thomas, he's there for his patients. He's not in it for the money. He really wants to see his patients get better. I agree 100%. He needs money, obviously, to stay in business, but that's not why he's a doctor. Right. Like some of these physicians that we saw. The money is secondary. Helping patients is his main goal. I agree 100%. This one, it was almost $900 for your physical therapy. That's your current pain doctor. And they didn't, I don't even know why they're on here because they didn't get any money because we were just using our insurance. Probably some sort of MRI. It's $2,000. This I think was the second physical therapy and they wanted a thousand. Are you kidding me? For like five minutes. Is that what they build? Yeah. Look at this. I didn't even realize the first time and we were there for like time. We were there for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And I thought because it was 600 they ended up getting and I for some reason that number was closer to what was in my head. I thought it was like 800, 600, something like that. That's insane. That's crazy. This last bit is my favorite part. Our insurance company who we started using for some of the doctor's treatments he was getting because we ran out of PIP benefits and we didn't want to just use our letter of protection. This is the money I thought I was going to get. Yes. 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 So our insurance company knew he was in a car accident or obviously the lawyer told them, I'm guessing, because I don't, I mean, we didn't have any interaction with the, with the insurance company. Because of that, they wanted $46,600 from our settlement. This is the insurance company that I pay into every two weeks from my paycheck for the both of us. This is my employment provided insurance. This is the insurance that I have had ever since I moved here and got my job full time by myself as a grown up since 2012. And then he was added on in 2014 that I have paid every two weeks that I rarely 
barely used up until this point when the car accident occurred. We were not, we were just going to see the doctor like once a year, maybe another visit or two if we were sick. Well, it's more probably you. Right. To like a, like a walk-in clinic for cold symptoms, bronchitis, whatever you may have caught. We did not use the insurance. This was the first time that we really started using the benefits and they wanted almost $47,000 back I rem- because it was a car accident case. I remember being like, all right, I think we're going to get this much money back. The entire settlement we were offered was gone. When we walked out of the lawyer's office, we walked out with a piece of paper saying, congratulations, your settlement is over. You have no reward from it, no money. You went through all of this and all we did was pay your medical bills. Bye. Okay, so the story I was going to say is once they did that, I remember the day that they brought us into the office, they were so busy that none of the attorneys were there. It was a paralegal that brought us into the office and said, okay, here's all the information about your case. I need you to sign this. She gave us the piece of paper. She told us exactly line by line where all of our money went. And I remember I sat there and I bawled at their office. I felt so bad (laughs) sitting there and Robbie wasn't saying a word and I could just see on his face how upset he was because he's still sitting there and he still is in all this pain. All of this just seemed like it was for nothing. Hey, this is Sammy. You're tuned in to the Limitless Podcast Network, where we chat about everything from living with chronic pain to our favorite Disney parks. Keep listening and check out our other podcasts at the end of the show. Because at least we were thinking we'd get some money back from it. Maybe we could do something, whether it was for the business or ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we were sitting there and I just remember she went over it and Robbie kind of stared at it. And I do remember you did say something because I think you said, well, how much do I get? And I just looked at you and I was like shaking my head, nothing. I was like, do you see this? this it's zero, gone. I saw it, but I wanted her, the paralegal, to tell me that I got nothing. Yeah, because she didn't really say it. She just was like, here you go, sign, like you were saying. We must have sat there for like 20 minutes before I even asked that question. Yeah, it was just really awkward silence. And I was so pissed. I was bawling my eyes out. I wasn't saying anything. My eyes were just just crying. I remember the day that they brought us down there. I still remember this day. And it was one of those things like, is this really happening? When she's reading off this list, it still blows my mind where they put our money. It's crazy. We signed this paper and we, we leave and I'm I just want to get out of there actually pulling her out I'm just like let's get the fuck out of here and I think if I remember we were out when we got the call to come by right we were out running around my mom was with us and but she didn't come in the room with us she just sat in the waiting area and Robbie just like stormed out and I'm looking at her like you better get caught up because he's going to the car and we're gonna leave your ass here if you don't get it my mother-in-law doesn't move that fast and she that's the quickest I've ever seen her move that blew my mind that they would even call me down for this nothing Really, And I felt like they ripped me off, actually, that the lawyers got paid and everybody else got paid. But we were fucked. The story doesn't end quite there. It does not. Because unfortunately, nobody knew who they were messing with and they were messing with the Brooksby. And Brooksby's don't take this kind of news very well. And if they think they're getting strung out or played, then they're going to come after you. And the biggest thing that Robbie saw on this list was the insurance company. Because everyone else, it was just they had taken reduction 
physicians, whatever. But he saw this healthcare that we pay into that we hadn't used and they wanted all this money back. The money that I thought we were going to get. And he was just like, fuck that noise. Who do I call? And how did you get the name? The lawyers gave this the to lo- us. Yeah, they all the information and it was on the insurance list. United Healthcare. We well, don't have them now anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. Say whatever you want. We, it was through United Healthcare, but it had a certain person's name on there. And I was like, well, this obviously the person I call. I got up the next morning, went to my kitchen table and I called the number and I was like, I want to speak to so-and-so. And I was transferred to 20 different people. I probably waited on hold probably an hour and a half trying to get a hold of this one person. And so many people answered and they were like, well, can I help you? And I was like, no, I just want to speak to this one person. They were like, hold on, we'll transfer you. Another person you get on the phone and they were like, oh, this is so-and-so. How can I help you? And I was like, is this so-and-so? And they're like, no. I was like, nope, I need to speak to just this person. So finally, an hour and a half later, I get a hold of this person and I tell her, look, I tell her who I am. I tell her where my wife works. I say, we've paid into this insurance plan for every two weeks for five years. Year, well, let's see, it was 2017. So you'd been on the insurance for three years, but I had had the insurance for five. Five, yeah. So about five years without using anything. This is our first time ever really needing this and you guys weren't there for us and you took the money that I was owed as payment on top of the payment we've already paid for. And I told this person, you ripped us off and I don't take that lightly. I actually threatened to sue her. I was like, I'm going to get an attorney and I'm going to sue you for ripping me off. And she didn't take that noise well. I believe you also were telling me we needed to drop the insurance, but there was no way for me to do that. And yeah, I told her, I was like, I'm going to find a way to drop this insurance and that'll be the end of you. And then I hung up the phone thinking that's a wrap. That's the least I got to tell her off, right? You tried something. I actually got so pissed. I actually blocked my lawyer from calling my phone because I was so pissed at him. I was just like, I'm going to go to Morgan and Morgan and I'm going to, I was pissed. <laughs> I was, I was in a mood that I was just going to sue everybody. It's not funny, but he literally said that I'm going to call Morgan and Morgan. And I'm going to sue everybody on this list. And I was, just I like, had a oh, list well, probably not- of 20 people that I was trying to go after. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't everyone necessarily on this, this list that got paid, but he had a list of people that he was going to sue. I hang up the phone. This is the next day. Day goes on and my attorney has been trying to get a hold of me all day long. And since I blocked it, it just kept going to my do not disturb, just going straight to voicemail. Have you ever tried to call somebody that's put you on your block list? It'll just straight to voicemail, straight to voicemail. Well, finally, he got a hold of us and he was like, I'm trying to give you $18,000. And I'm just like, what? Why is that? And he was like, well, why don't you come in? We'll talk about it. And so we came in and the girl I actually talked to at the insurance felt bad for me and she decided to give me $18,000 back. Well, some of it too, I will give credit to the lawyer. They did reduce some and, of their expenses. Uh, yes, I guess they did feel bad too. That since we literally sat in the office and Robbie cried for like 20 minutes, I guess someone there also felt bad. Right. They did reduce some of their costs that, as well, which did add back into that. That was another thing I was going to tell you. She just beat me to it. They did. They did reduce their fees. They gave me $5,000 back. So I got a grand total of $23,000 back from this. Not what I was expecting to get back. Even that money went to bills. We're not sitting around with 23 grand in our pocket. As soon as we got that, we paid other bills with it. From this experience, we got nothing. Yeah. I mean, we still didn't. Yeah. One thing I'm kind of upset with my insurance, switched insurance, auto insurance because of this, is I had underinsured motorist coverage on my policy. Well,
well, I guess my policy changed and the insurance company didn't renew the underinsured motorist policy. And I thought I was paying for it every month. I I was still getting billed for it, but it wasn't on our uh, insurance policy. We would have gotten more money out of the settlement if that would have been on there. The cap was $100,000. And I was so upset from the insurance company standpoint that I dropped them. And from now on, any auto insurance I get, I always get the top of the line auto insurance, always get underinsured motorists. Just if this happens again, my wife and I both are covered and we're covered just in case the other motorist is not insured. So we will be okay. That is a sidebar. Always check your auto insurance and make sure it's up to date. Make sure you're getting the benefits that you're actually paying for. And if you're not, make sure it's always added on or switch insurance. Insurance is actually a joke. It's the biggest, biggest racket on earth. I agree. Like I said, they don't really want to actually pay for anything despite what is implied, whether it's auto insurance, medical insurance, prescription insurance, anything, any of it, it's you pay into it and then argue with them to get things actually covered. Okay. It's been a solid year trying to get the final cord stimulator stimulator approved and now we've since switched insurances so i don't even know what we're going to do about that now that was rejected six times by united healthcare and it can only be rejected six times in one year so i had to wait till my insurance read up we ended up switching insurance so i don't actually know what we're gonna do yeah we haven't even gotten that far because we just got the new plan it was a lot of back and forth with that too and thank you know what though credit to dr med your pain management doctor because he got those rejection letters he'd review them and then he would try again right he would send like 80 page documents to the insurance to explain why i needed what they were prescribing and for and this is what it's going to help me with and he would just try try again my pain management doctor tells me i am one of the hardest cases they've ever had that's got to make you feel good right i think they're kind of at a standstill because i'm still in pain but they're just kind of trying and and shout out to Dr. Ahmed because he hasn't actually stopped trying. I figured he would get tired and just kind of give up on me and he hasn't. Nope. So shout out to Dr. Ahmed. Thank you for not just giving up on me. Yes, we've tried epidurals in different places, different kinds of injections. This is going to sound terrible. So I don't really like that you have to get epidurals and injections and things. Why is that? Well, because I feel bad. Okay. That's a whole medical procedure you have to be put under. I worry about you during that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the staff at the outpatient surgical center for your pain management doctor. I just, all the nurses are awesome. It's another shout out to the entire staff over there. They're all great. Why is that? And they all put up with Robbie waking up from anesthesia when he just babbles on about the craziest things. (laughs) And it is, it sounds terrible, but it's just so hilarious. I hear I cuss a lot though. Yeah. The fuck word is your favorite. I hear I say fuck a lot. Yeah. And then he'll say it and then say, oh, I'm sorry. And then two seconds later, he says it again. (laughs) And there's, there's one nurse there, Judy and Robbie used to have a stepmother named Judy. Yes, I did. Yes. And he always tells her about my dad was married to Judy. <laughs> like it's a fun story that he always shares with her. And I, I know she knows this by now because she's. I don't remember this. Like they know me. I don't actually know them because I see different nurses going in there and then coming out. And when I come out, I'm under anesthesia and I don't really remember him at all. No, there's one nurse, April. She what's her joke? She said, 
because because her name is like like April, May, June or something. And then you always laugh at it. And it's not even that funny, but you just crack up at this terrible joke she makes about her name. Yeah. And I have no idea who she is. When I go back in there, they'll smile at me. And I'm just like, do you know me? And they're like, yeah, we know you. I'm just All like, oh, okay. Well, nice to meet you. I'm Robert. And they're like, yeah, we know who you are. Talking about the shirts at the beginning of the show. The last time or one of the last times we went, he had on, it wasn't this shirt. It was a Bigfoot shirt that we sell yeah, on the website. We have a Bigfoot shirt we sell on the website for those of you. And everybody at the surgical center knows this because Robbie loudly kept telling them about it. And when I went back to see him after he got out, they actually told me, no, I'm sorry, Robbie told me that they had told him he needed to be a little bit quieter, but he didn't think he was doing a good job, which he was not. <laughs> and he was telling everyone, you're going to go buy a t-shirt. We're selling these t-shirts. Dr. Med comes in to check on him, right? And he's like, Dr. Med, have you seen my shirt? And literally he's having the nurse pull it out of the bag so he can show Dr. Med the shirt he's selling. <laughs> I don't even remember all this. So any of this. forever the salesman, always doing the pitches, always thinking about the business. Hey, I'm an entrepreneur at Spirit. Yes, that's very true. Even when you're under anesthesia. Hey, got to get the money somehow, right? Mm-hmm. But those are bills. Now that they all go through a regular insurance, I always go online and I look to see how much it actually costs. And it's insane because yeah. that's, that's at least like five grand right there. This is a... One of the longer episodes we've done. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot to talk about with bills. But I don't even you know. think we're, this is only part one, right? Didn't you have other st- stuff to talk about? This was the main stuff okay. because we kind of covered, like I want to talk about the lawyer expenses and everything because everything else was just, we had prescriptions you would get. Our prescription coverage is not too bad. Okay. Once you had the deductible, everything was free. So right. Kind of be like, well, we'll try it because we don't have to pay out of pocket for it anymore. Right. You know? See the insurance, we just switched to a new insurance provider. Half my doctors don't even take this insurance. So I actually have to go have a dual insurance. So I'm applying to get short-term insurance through another provider. So I have a dual insurance so I can keep going to all my doctors. It's crazy in the world of insurance. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Well, you're provided insurance. I don't get a say in it, but we need it. Right. Obviously. I have hit my deductible every year since my accident. Yes. I think it's a game to see how fast I can actually do it. Yeah, last year we made a to July and our insurance resets in June. I never meet my deductible. Sammy's Sammy's jeans, she's going to outlive me for sure. Her jeans and her family are phenomenally awesome. Yeah, my grandmother was 95, almost 95, something like that when she died. And I think she just died because she was just tired of dealing with shit. She was like, forget this. (laughs) Yeah. She really had nothing wrong with her. Wanted to kick the bucket because your mom wanted her to go to the doctor. Yeah, she's kind of stubborn. She probably knew because she wasn't feeling good that my mom was going to take to the doctor. So that's our big joke is that she was like, well, joke's on you. We're, we're cashing out. get out of here. My grandmother literally was on two eye drops. That was her entire prescription list. And she was um, getting close to 100. That's how Sammy's going to be. She's going to outlive me hands down. Now, mind you, let's, if we're going to do this, Robbie is under the mistaken impression that he's going to die young without having good evidence. So yes, his mother died of colon cancer. And that is a big deal. His dad died in a car accident. Okay. Okay. Those are not hereditary, despite what he thinks. So he doesn't really know how long his dad would have lived. I'm not trying to upset you. It's not fun when you look sad. Because, Moving on. <laughs> because normally you like to just be like, well, I'm only going to live to be 50 something. No, that's not how that works. Now you just ruined it. I and ruined now I look, it. Now I look like a jerk because you're supposed to be back and forth with me. Now I ruined her joke. You just sat there and looked like a sad teddy bear. Doing sad that. teddy bear. You just ruined everything. That I, wasn't even a good, that's what she said joke. It wasn't. I know bad. that this was a longer episode. 
it was some of the stuff that we needed to discuss. Wanted to get out and let you know about your pet benefits, your letter of protection. Make sure you guys treat those two things like gold. Be very weary and cautious when to use them. And if you are going to see an accident attorney or you've been into an accident and you're going to see an accident attorney, don't let your attorney just glide over things. If you don't understand something, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. That's one thing about me is if I go to a meeting and I don't understand something, I would sure as hell ask a ton of questions. Okay, wait a minute. Can you bring that back? I didn't understand that. Can you say that in English? You know what? You can even speak to me like I'm a two-year-old. So I understand. Gonna hurt my feelings. I want to know exactly what this means, why I need it, and what it's gonna do for me. That's the way you guys should look at this. And also, as we were saying, you want to be aware of what things cost. So even if you're providing that letter of protection, your PIP benefits, get an itemized bill. Look at what you're actually paying for things. It'll really open your eyes on what you're spending money on. As we proved, just because they tell you this is the way it is doesn't mean it has to be that way. If you stand up for yourself and you say this is wrong, what you're doing is wrong, you may benefit from it. And at the very least, at least you tried. You stood up for yourself. I remember my attorney did not want me to go see Dr. Thomas. And they were like, we don't really want you to see him. He's not really part of the program, if you will. And I said, nope, I'm still going to see him because Dr. Thomas, I know we talk about him all the time, but he's literally been the only doctor that I've seen from start till now for my automobile accident case crash. And he is still rocking with us. He actually listens to the show. And not just because we talk about him. He's a big fan of uh, what we're doing and why we're doing it. And he gives us tips forever indebted to Dr. Thomas because I don't think I would be doing as good as I am if it wasn't for him and his staff. I agree. For always helping me being there just for everything. Thinking about it, I mean, it almost is, it almost gives you like a rush to to see how much stuff we've been through with them. How many things, how many injections, how many hospital visits, how many MRIs. It's just, wow. And where did the time go? That's another thing. It's a big rush. You're just like, this feels like it happened just yesterday to me, but it's been almost three years. And that's the part that is so crazy to me that this has been almost three years ago and I'm still dealing with this. I thought at this point in time, I would be, I'd be back to normal. I'd be whistling Dixie now up and running, but I'm still hurting. I'm forever changed. I can't, again, I can't turn my head to the left. Can't bend down really. I can't go on long walks. I can't run hardly at all. I'm still in so much pain. I can't be touched. I just turned 36 just a little bit ago, not even a month ago. It was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, actually. Thank you, Sammy. And it actually broke my heart when I turned 36 because I am 36 years old. I'm in chronic pain. I'm still dealing with this stuff and I haven't really advanced. In my mind, I really haven't advanced anywhere in my career. I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like. And Sammy tells me I don't give myself enough credit because even Even though I'm in chronic pain, I've started a podcast network from scratch. We have three shows out on the network. We have another two on the way. We're getting our um, Limitless Broadcasting 
website redone, this stuff redone, and I still feel like I'm still stuck in point A. And that's where she says, I don't give myself enough credit. I feel like this is a good tie-in to our next episode. Because we're talk about all of these feelings in depth and not in this episode. How many people you know Sammy is telling me to stop because we've been at this for 50 minutes. This is our longest episode. I promise the next one we're going to spend the entire time talking about how you feel. But this was about the money. Yes. Now you got yourself all upset. I'm not upset. That's I am just his favorite thing. I'm not upset. But <sighs> if you could see his face right now. Well, you can see my face when you subscribe well, to some people are just listening right now. Yes, some people are. But when you subscribe to limitlessbroadcasting.com, you will be able to see my sparkling face and your sparkling face. Ta-da. Well, make sure you subscribe. Definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel, Limitless Broadcasting Network. Just go into YouTube and search Limitless Broadcasting Network or Limitless Broadcasting Company and it should come up. Thank you for an advance for that. We're definitely trying to get our numbers up for that. And we're posting all of our video podcasts, starting with the the Pixie Dust Twins. That is another show on our podcast network. My wife is actually in that. We have the Slingin' Pills to Pay the Bills podcast on our podcast network. Try saying that five times fast. I don't think you do a very good job. And then we have this show on the podcast network, but we're starting to release video podcasts. Definitely subscribe to our Patreon account. The level you subscribe at is the level of access you get from Sammy and I. So definitely uh, patreon.com backslash limitlessbroadcasting.com and subscribe to all of our social media. And with that, my part is done. I'm going to turn it over to Sammy so we, she could lead us out. Which I've been trying to do for like 10 minutes, but it's okay. <laughs> you want to just keep talking or are you done? I'm done. Yep, I'm done. All right. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain podcast as part of the Limitless Podcast Network. But our next show is going to be about mental health and basically how the chronic pain and the car accident affected Robbie's mental health and I guess mine to a certain extent. I definitely would like to talk to you about your mental health. Everybody worries about the patient, the person that was in the car accident, but you have to remember Sammy's been there every step of the way. I mean, this has affected her as just as much as it has affected me. And we'll get to uh, hear her thoughts and feelings and that the next one's going to be a long episode as well. I have no doubt that it will be. Like I said, that's going to be on the next show. As he said, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon account. Check out our YouTube account. Find us on social media. We do have some Facebook pages, but we're heavily on Instagram. So make sure you check that out. Robert 1950 Films, Samantha 1950 Films, at Limitless Broadcasting, at Pixie Dust Twins, which is my other podcast he was talking about, Painful Truth of Chronic Pain, and at Slingin' Pills, if you want to kind of get a feel for all of our shows and what. Sidebar, people have asked me, why 1950 Films? The parent company that owns Limitless Broadcasting is 1950 Films. 1950 Films Media. Media. That's why I owned a production company, 1950films.com, and that's how this whole thing started. So that's why it's Robert at 1950 Films Media. And the company was named in honor of his dad, who was born in 1950. Correct. But we... Kind we'll of put that out there on the website and everything. But we'll get into that in next episode. I just wanted to clear that up for... We'll get into it in one of the episodes. I'm not going to promise next episode. Okay. Especially if you continue to ramble like you're doing in this one. Okay.
I'm you done. Can, you can look offended. That's fine. I just wanted to clear that up because I've gotten some questions about that. No, that's a good good answer. You can find us mostly on Instagram. That's kind of our big hangout spot. We're trying TikTok, but we don't really know what we're doing yet. Find us on there. I'm sorry. There's like two videos on there right now, but we're working on it. But I think that kind of wraps us up. You sure yeah. you're done now? I'm sure I'm done. All right. Then we will see you at the next show. Thanks for listening to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with Robbie and Sammy. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. Hey, everyone. This is Sammy and Ashley from the Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. Sammy and I have been best friends for over 20 years and Disney fanatics for over 30. So instead of keeping all of our Disney knowledge and experiences to ourselves, we decided we wanted to share them with the world. So whether you are Disney lifetimers like us or new to the Disney world, you'll enjoy all of our pixie dust shenanigans. From sharing tips and tricks for spending time at the parks to discussing movies and products, we have something for you. So tune in on all your podcasting platforms check out our sponsor, LimitlessBroadcasting.com, to see how you can partner with us on this endeavor. We'll see you all real soon.